Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Jason Sarney here with FinManiacs.com, and this is your All-22 Film Breakdown with our resident quarterback, Jay Fiedler. How are you, Jay? Uh, I'm good. It's a, it's a good week. We're 8-4, and four, uh, coming off another, uh, another nice win, and we got the Kansas City Chiefs coming up. 10-1 and one, uh, on top of the AFC. This is going to be a big bellwether game coming up this week. Probably one of the biggest December games in recent memory for the Miami Dolphins. And last Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, it was an interesting first half, but the second half happened to have been a statement by Tua Tango-Valoa. You're going to take us through that opening third quarter drive and basically tell us why that statement was made. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, I think... Uh... You know, the offense as a whole in the first half, uh, you know, had their issues. Uh, you know, they weren't sustaining drives. They, they missed some opportunities for, for some big plays. Um, you know, they, they, they didn't convert, uh, you know, down in the red zone when they have, had the opportunities as well. Uh, and they came out with only a couple field goals. So, uh, you know, coming out in the second half, it was time to, to get that offense revving and, and make a statement. And Tua and the uh, and the Dolphins offense delivered, and we're going to go through, uh, you know, that first drive. Uh, starting, they they got the ball uh, um, on their own 25, first and 10. Okay, and here we go. All right, and a little bit of a bunch set that came across. Okay, this is the action that they showed a lot, and this is something that we talked about on Monday. Okay, that the, the Bengals were showing, especially in the first half, that they were giving up the flats. They were giving up the flats. So what does Chan do? First play coming out of the second half, you know, make an easy play. Get your guy in rhythm. Get the, get the offense rolling. A little play action to hold the linebackers in uh, and let Smythe come out uh, into the flat. Wide open. Okay, good play design. All right. Ball just goes right out. Quick quick release, okay, you get rolling uh, on, on a first and 10 opportunity, six yards, five yards, uh, and go down. They had the penalty on the uh, on the next play, okay, and then we come back, another play action, and this is, you know, this is, again, getting too into his comfort zone. You know, he's done a lot of that uh, RPO game in, in college. It's something that, uh, you know, he's comfortable with. It's something that he's had a lot of success you know, so far in his in his first four or five games uh, with the Dolphins, you know, running that RPO, coming off the handoff, get, making a quick move, uh, quick decision, and getting the ball out of his hands uh, to the right guy. Uh, and this this play actually set up really really well based on what uh, the Bengals did. And you'll see, uh, I'm just going to show you here that the Bengals actually brought a little bit of a zone blitz coverage here. And the Dolphins dialed up the right play, okay, for this zone blitz. Okay, let me just go forward a little bit. Motion Gasicki across. They get him on the side that they want, okay. And right here, you can see this blitzer coming in off the side. And let me just show you what they end up doing here, okay. And this is a zone blitz where they cloud over to the strong side, okay. And then run this corner, okay, back to a deep half, okay. So they're really rolling the whole secondary over uh, strong. All right? What they're trying to do is they're trying to get a blitz over here on this side, okay. And just like that first play, okay, where the Dolphins right, 
and a quick handoff and threw it into the flat. They're trying to get you to throw this flat, okay? Because normally a lot of times, you know, against the blitz coverage, a quarterback will try and, you know, throw a hot route right into the flat, get it out of his hands quick, okay? So this is a, a zone defense type play, all right, which looks to take that play away, okay? So they, all right, keep this guy up in, in the flat area. They're going to roll this guy all the way over the top in a cover two. They're going to roll this corner back in a half field over here, okay? You'll see the zone blitz, okay, where they're going to drop this end off the line back, and he's got the flat, okay? And then these guys are just going to, all right, roll over his underneath coverage, all right, to create a two shell where you got a half field player here, okay, a half field player here, and one, two, three, four, five underneath coverage uh, guys. Now, one of the things that they're vulnerable on, okay, on this play, and, uh, and Tua was able to see it, and it was a great play design, is this seam route coming right through the middle because he got this safety instead of hanging right, where he's showing you a pre-snap that he's in middle of the field in a cover three type defense where you don't want to run a, a post right into, okay? Once he goes over the top, it opens up this lane with the play action. It holds these defenders in a little bit and you'll see a nice throwing lane uh, over, over to Gesicki that Tua fits the ball into. Coming off, hits the hits the zone right there, right through the lane. Good anticipation, finding him in the zone. Okay, I'd love to see this throw up on his on his face mask rather than down at his waist, so Gasicki could actually uh, uh, you know run with it afterwards. He's got to get down to his waist. He comes down. Okay, uh, again nitpicky, but uh, you know great play call, but uh, great decision uh, getting the ball and anticipating the window by Tua and uh, uh, another nice positive gain uh, for a first down. What I love on that throwing play to Gesicki is that, and you, about three, three shows ago, you wanted him to be having that more command. You saw Tua motion to Gesicki, move on over, and that was clearly the design to get him on that perfect throw. It was a great reach. That's an A++ for Tua and Gesicki, and that's when I thought that, all right, now we're cooking here. Yeah, and and again, you know, good play call, uh, you know, by by Chan. It was, uh, you know, it was the right play for the right defense at the time. Uh, but it also takes a, you know, it takes the quarterback to to recognize that, see it, and anticipate the windows and get it into in, into uh, Gasicki's hands, uh, you know, with that at the right time. Because if they show a different defense, you know, he's got to come off and, and make a different read on that uh, and go to one of the other uh, receivers. So, uh, uh, you know, good all across the board from play call all the way uh, through to execution on that. Okay, here we go. We actually touch base on this one um, in the uh, on the Monday breakdown as well. Okay, this is the play we talked about. Uh, you know, they were giving up the flats, giving up the flats. Now Tua looks in the flat and holds that defender, okay, in the flat so he could get that second level throw. Okay, if we go back over here, okay, you'll see it again. You got a, uh, a, a guy running into the flat, Parker, and uh, it hits the second level, and this guy is in nowhere land, okay. Tua sees it and 
you know, once he squares up, okay, and he doesn't drop off, he, he hangs in the flat, which, you know, up until this point, uh, you know, early in the game, he was dropping, he was dropping, he was giving up this, this play, okay, this throw into the flat, okay, but uh, late in the, in, the, in the second quarter, and then you saw it coming out, that first play, uh, you know, running into the flat, Okay, they started hitting the, the players in the flat. Now once Tua gets his eyes over there and holds this defender in the flat, he's able to get to that second level, okay, and start getting those big chunk plays, you know, 14-yard gain to really, uh, you know, start moving the ball down the field and, and get the offense rolling. Yeah, I like where if you kind of draw that line from his, from his eyes, you initially think it might be going to Gusecki in the flat, but he just that, – that nanosecond where he just kind of turns back to Parker is just fantastic. Yeah, you can see it here. You, If you watch to his eyes and his body language, he's looking into the flat right now, holds that guy there, and then once he sets on his back feet, his eyes go up to the next level, okay, and finds that window to, to drive the ball into Parker. To me, that's more encouraging than any physical play is the headiness and just the, the uh, mechanics of that whole aspect of that play. Yeah, and that's and that's something too it does very well in terms of looking off uh, defenders. Okay, sometimes I sometimes I've actually, you know, watching the film, I think sometimes he does it a little too much where he doesn't get his eyes on his receiver, you know, and we talked about that with some of the fade routes and some of the uh, you know, adjustments that uh, he has to make on throws whether he's throwing back shoulder over and, and, and you know, out in front of the receiver or not. Okay, sometimes when you get your eyes over to over there a little, you know, too late, you know, you're not really seeing the body language with the with your receivers. Okay, so there's advantages to it in terms of holding the, uh, you know, a, a, a player away from the ball, uh, you know, out of it, you know, especially your free safety if you're trying to, you know, keep him from coming over the top and making a play. Okay. But there are some times where you come, you know, get your eyes over to the receiver a little bit quicker. You know, you'll, you can still hold, hold the, uh, 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 you know, zone defender and, and move him with your eyes. Okay. But you don't have to, you know, uh, you know, wait to get your head around at the, at the, you know, very last minute and try and make an adjusted throw, uh, you know, as you're resetting. I think sometimes, uh, uh, you know, uh, what I've seen is Tua tries a little too hard sometimes at holding a, a defender and doesn't see the adjustments, uh, you know, especially in man-to-man coverage uh, sometimes. And we've seen that. We touched on that on Monday, okay, uh, especially on those fade routes uh, versus press. You know, you got to really see the leverage that the defender has in order to, you know, make the right throw, whether it's over the top of the of the, of the, uh, of the offensive player's shoulder or if it's a back shoulder or if it's a high throw, uh, jump ball situation. Okay, so those are the things that you got to see the leverage of the defender and, and understand, you know, where you need to get that ball. All things are common familiarity, repetition, repetition. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, he's going to continue to work with the, with these guys and, and see it, uh, uh, you know, each week on, on film and, uh, you know, talk with them uh, through, through the uh, – uh, through the film study, okay, and then getting out on the field and working with it, uh, you know, getting those reps out on the field, you know, each week each, uh, and getting better each week. Uh, and those are the plays, you know, we're going to touch base on that a little bit, uh, you know, coming up. But those are the plays that have to be made, 
when you when you start playing against the the really good teams in the league, uh, you know you got to make those opportunities when they when they come to you. You know this is a drive right here where they were able to do it, but you want to want to see that a little bit more consistently throughout the course of the game. Okay, here's uh, you know here here's the big play right here, two at his best. Okay, it's an empty coverage. Uh, Cincinnati ends up uh, playing man-to-man -man, uh, defense on it. Okay, Tua looks his first uh, read. He didn't like it, wasn't there. He's able to get out of the pocket, okay, and escape to his comfort zone, running out and escaping to his left. Okay, then he's looking for Gesicki here on a quick throw. He gets out to his left, and this is just schoolyard ball right here. Uh, great job by Gaskins uh, uh, finding him. All right, seeing that Tua gets out of the pocket and just running to open space. Okay, so he was on a slant right here, and this is just scramble drill right now. When you see a guy coming to you, I find the open space uh, out towards the sideline, start running to it, okay, and Tua does a nice job delivering the ball over the top, uh, running out to his left, hitting Gaskin, huge play. And this is, you know, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the big explosive chunk plays uh, on an improvisation uh uh, you know, breakdown uh, in the offense, not a design play, okay, but these are the plays right here, okay, that make a difference in a ball game. When your guy can get out, improvise, make a big play when there was nothing there, okay, those are the difference makers, uh, you know, in, in big games. Pretty play, credit to Gaskin, who, you know, even missing three games, third leading receiver on this Dolphins team. Is he really? No kidding. You got it. Yep. Okay, this is a this is a, you know one again. Okay, you can see Tua kind of you know still holding this safety in here. This safety has no chance to get out uh, to 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 make this play. Okay, he can get his eyes to him right away. Okay, he knows he's going to Parker. He knows you know there's there's no way on a fade route that anyone in here okay can uh, can disrupt this throw. It's a matter of What's this guy's? What, what's this guy doing in in defense? How's his leverage? Where can I put the ball to give Parker the best opportunity to make this play? Uh, they, you know, this is uh, they've gotten down to the red zone. Uh, you know, I think every game they dial this up the little fade route. Uh, you know, I think defenders are starting to to recognize it and see it. Um, you know, I think at some point they're going to have to come back with you know a little counter move, whether it's an uh, a design fade uh, fade stop route where he just stops and they they hit him on the uh, you know on on the back shoulder low and away or whether he comes back with a slant uh, you know underneath uh, the defender okay but uh, uh, you know again they went to this a few times uh, last week and just you know weren't able to hit these throws uh, you know as successfully as they had in the past gotten so many opportunities Parker for that exact play he's, he's had near touchdowns but when that clicks it's gonna be pretty yeah no absolutely and then you know here uh, you know this is basically Gesicki on a little inside fade route over here okay and Tua does a nice job of just getting the ball up uh, and letting him make a play okay doesn't look to overthrow him Again, this is one of those, uh, you know, plays here where the defender gets stuck in nowhere land. Okay, Gesicki makes a really nice move. All right, inside jab move, gets this guy off his, 
uh, off his platform. And once he slips them to the outside, okay, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, you get this uh, defender in recovery mode where he's got to just turn and run to, to, to cover uh, your guy and he can't make a play. Once his back is to the quarterback, okay, just throw it up. Make, make sure your guy has a chance to make this play. Okay, he just puts a little bit of air on it. Nice job by Tua, soft throw. Okay, he doesn't try and uh, be be perfect with it, fitting it over the top, uh, uh, you know, to the back of the end zone. You know, once he makes this move here and Tua is able to see it, okay, all you got to do is just throw it up high and let the big volleyball player uh, go up and and make the make the catch. You know, I'm really glad you said volleyball because I'm sure everybody was expecting basketball and all Gasecki was was a New Jersey tri-sport all-state champion. And I'll, listen, folks, go to watch some highlights. This guy's a baller. Yes, he is. And one more thing on Gasecki, Jay, and I've said this before, I'll say it over and over again on work ethic. I love work ethic on players. And he was putting in training camp work, like hour three, 95 degree weather, just sweltering heat. He wasn't done. He was working on that route with Ryan Fitzpatrick last yeah. year before Tua was around, and they're probably doing the same exact thing after practice. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, and and that's what's necessary. That's what needs to get done. And that's why you know that that's what translates into a nine catch game. Uh, you know, a huge huge game for you. Uh, you know, when the opportunities are there, you got to make the plays. Uh, and, uh, and Gusecki made some big ones uh, this past game, uh, not only on this drive uh, with the touchdown and, and the, uh, the seam route uh, we talked about early on, but uh, I think it was the next drive or the drive after where he had the big one-handed catch uh, across the middle. Uh, you know, another huge play, uh, you know, finding him uh, through that cover two defense in the, in the middle, middle seam. Uh, and just making a great play out of it. Who's having more fun than Mike Kosecki? <laughs> right now, he's he's having as much fun as anyone out there, and, and deservedly so. 100%. Okay. So, again, uh, you know, great drive coming out of the second half, putting, uh, putting the touchdown up on the board, getting the lead, okay, and creating that momentum. They ended up scoring on their first three drives coming out of the second half, uh, you know, but plays that, that, that were made in this one, uh, from, you know, to a looking a guy into the, you know, taking the quick flat throw uh, early on, taking the easy throw, taking what the defense gives you, and then, you know, able to, to start manipulating them with your eyes, uh, forcing them to, to cover the flat, hitting that second level throw, uh, making a big improv improvisational play, uh, getting out of the pocket, uh, you know, finding Gaskin on, uh, on the over-the-top little uh, uh, lob throw and then finishing it off with a touchdown here to Gasicki. You know, those are all, you know, things that you know Tua can do, okay? Just, uh, you know, if we see a little bit more consistency with that throughout the course of a, 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 of a full game, you know, this team is going to be really tough to beat. I agree. And as you say that, they really have to be that exact description going on into Kansas City because you don't want to say that they need to have a flawless game because it's rare that teams play flawless football. But offensively, they need to keep up with this Chiefs team. We spoke about before, you know, getting on, on air that, you know, if we keep that Chiefs team in the 20s with this defense, then really it becomes a very, very doable thing. And I'm glad you're queuing up, uh, you know, what the Raiders were doing against 
the Chiefs because that's kind of the model, and these are two teams the Dolphins are going to see in this month. Well, somewhat. Uh, you know, look, the, the, the Chiefs have, uh, have, have been in some tough games in the last three or four weeks. Uh, you know, the teams that they've beaten, uh, they've only won by, by one score. Uh, every team that's, that has played them uh, in this past month has, you know, had a chance uh, to, to beat them. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, a Super Bowl championship team, level team with an MVP uh, at quarterback and playmakers all, all across the board, they're a tough beat. Uh, so, you know, you got to be perfect. You got to be on your game. You got to make big plays when they're, when they're there. And, you know, obviously you're going to have to, you know, get some help from the defense, uh, keeping, uh, uh, keeping the Chiefs somewhere in the 20s, uh, uh, you know, on offense. Uh, if they get up into the 30 range, they're going to be really tough to, uh, tough to beat unless defense and special teams can, you know, come through with big plays, uh, scoring plays uh, uh, and whatnot. But uh, what I want to just go over here is, uh, the Raiders are the only team that is so far this season to beat the Chiefs, okay? And they did it, uh, I think it was week five or so, week five. Um, and they were able to put 40 points up against them. And, uh, you know, they did it by making big plays uh, across the board. So the Chiefs are the defense. You know, they like to get aggressive. They have an offense that can put points on the board, which allows them uh, on the defensive side to play aggressively. So you're going to see a lot more man-to-man coverage, uh, you know, like the Dolphins have seen, uh, uh, you know, quite quite consistently, uh, you know, from defenses so far. Uh, the Chiefs will dial up some some blitzes, uh, you know, come after them at times. And when they do that, you got to make them pay. Okay, so we're going to go through just a few uh, uh, plays here that uh, that the Raiders had just in the first half against uh, the Chiefs, and they were able to make some big plays on them. Okay, and here's one, all right, hit Henry Ruggs, okay, goes down the field, and what an unbelievable catch. And these are the plays, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to go route, you're throwing the ball up, and you're letting your guys, you know, you're expecting your guys to make a play, and look at what he does over the top uh, uh, of the uh, Kansas City defender making a play. You know, this is something you want to see from Parker, you want to see from Gasicki down the field. And you want to see possibly, uh, you know, Grant or, uh, or or Bowden, you know, on a go route, uh, you know, being able to make a play like this. Okay, that that's just you know tremendous, uh, you know, uh, individual uh, playmaking ability that uh, you know the Raiders were able to do. We'll move forward into the second quarter here. Okay, and. And here we have Carr uh, with a deep pass to Aguilar. Okay, you can see right here they're already down 14-3 in the second quarter. So the Chiefs, are, you know, their explosive offense can make plays. Okay, Carr sees something. He sees a blitz. He sees everyone stacked up on the line of scrimmage over here. Uh, you know, he's expecting some pressure. Adjusts, makes a little uh, audible, and finds Aguilar down across the middle of the field. Okay, huge play right there. These are the plays that you need to make in order to stay with this Chiefs team and in order to, 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 to beat them. Okay, great pickup. Gets a lot of, you know, time in the pocket to, to find Aguilar, a little post route across the safety's face, 
Uh, another huge play, 59-yard touchdown. Okay, we're going to move forward uh, a few more plays here. Okay. Uh, all right. And this is just, you know, in the run game. Okay. And, you know, again, you know, last week, I think, you know, one of the things that, that I was excited about uh, in, in the Dolphins offense was we talked about it on Monday, was seeing that jet sweep uh, uh, to Grant. Uh, utilizing him, uh, you know, more in, in, in the run game. And I call it a run, uh, you know, even though it's it's labeled as a pass, uh, you know, I call it a run. That's really, you know, part of your run game right Quarterback's there. Quarterback's best friend. Edge. But, uh, yeah, you know, it goes in the stat sheet is, uh, you know, two, <laughs> two receptions for 44 or 42 yards and, uh, you know, goes for two completions for 42 yards. I pack, pack the stats, but uh, – you know, those are plays. Those are plays that uh, you know they need. The Dolphins need to continue uh, uh, to, to to get, and and they need to get more of this week. You know, against the Chiefs. And here we go. You know, again, a right, simple run play by uh, uh, by the Raiders. Looks like uh, Carr may have audibled or, or or killed to this play, seeing that he got a good matchup uh, with the blocking scheme. You make a break. You get one. You know, uh, make one uh, uh, defender miss. And now you're down the field on on a 43-yard uh, uh, run. Okay, again, they like to they like to run a little power game into the bubble. You make the one guy miss, and it goes from a, a 10, 12-yard run into a 40-yard run, just like that, by one guy making a big play. Okay, and those are the plays that spark a team. Those are the plays that uh, uh, you know that that you need in order to to beat the best teams uh, in the league. Okay, and we're just going to go to one more play down here. Okay, here we are with that down, down 21 17. Uh, you know, points are being being scored across the board. It's it's the uh, it's the AFC West. They they like the uh, uh, you know they they like the WAC conference out there. Yep. Putting points up on the board all over the place, but here we are. Okay, again, man coverage, no no free safety in the middle of the field, and you got your speedster rugs, you know, going over the top. Again, good protection up front. They they uh, pick up the blitz coming in right here. Good job, give Carr time to just get that ball up over the top and make a huge play down the field. Now that's four plays I just showed you. Okay, that all came in the first half against Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you'd think if you make plays like that across the board, you'd be up, uh, you know, a good amount. What do you think the score was at halftime there, Jason? It was like tied, wasn't it? It was, 24-24. Oh, my okay. God. So, like, what do you have to do? It, it, that, and that's my point. Uh, you know, if they, don't, if they don't make these plays, they're never in this game. And, you know, you can't, uh, you, you can't give the Chiefs, uh, you know, a chance to get a lead and, you know, start getting, you know, ultra aggressive with both their defense and their offense because, you know, they're a team that doesn't get conservative with the lead. You know, they get a lead, they're going to they're gonna try and pour it on. They're going to, you know, continue to try and make big plays, you know, with their guys, uh, uh, Hill, Watkins, and Kelsey, uh, you know, all across, uh, all, all across the field. If I'm kind of comparing Dolphin personnel to the big play guys that you just showed us, I mean, there's a trio that's very similar to the Raiders trio. If you look at Ruggs, compare him to Grant. 
If you look at Aguilar, I mean, you can call Devontae Parker a better option than Aguilar. And I think Darren Waller and Mike Gusecki kind of measure out very similarly. So yep. the personnel's there. It's got to be in the execution. And you got to keep Pat, Pat, Patrick Mahomes off the field. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. Um, but here, yeah, I'm just going to go back, uh, you know, and go through this pass game. And, you know, the Dolphins made a lot of, you know, nice plays, which we talked about. We showed uh, earlier on, uh, uh, you know, with that uh, first drive of the second half. But they also had missed opportunities. Okay. And I'm going to show you a few of the missed opportunities that were out there that, uh, you know, again, if they could find these and get to them, uh, you know, these are the plays that are going to make the difference uh, in being able to, to beat the, uh, the, the, the Chiefs this coming week. Okay. So we're going to go back. And this, is, this play is going to look a little bit familiar, uh, you know, from what we uh, looked at a few weeks ago. Uh, similar type play, okay, where you had a bunch uh, over here on the, uh, on the right side. Okay. Man-to-man coverage across the board. Okay. And now, again, we talked about it. You know, two has become very comfortable in man-to-man coverage, uh, press coverage, trying to throw this fade route. Uh, you know, whether it's Gasicki or Parker out here, whenever they're matched up one-on-one, uh, you know, he's looking to, 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 to make this fade throw, okay? And you're going to see the fade. Again, he's going to look away. He's going to come back late and just miss it high, uh, you know, high and away over here to, to, to Gasicki. But I'm going to go back here again, okay, and against press coverage over here, okay, against this, uh, uh, you know, against this bunch set, okay. Sometimes you got to just, you know, give your guys a chance to, 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 to get a good release and see that. You know you could always come back here late, okay, if you don't see it. But I think, uh, you know, two is predetermined and sometimes when he has this, you know, one-on-one situation, he's just looking away with his eyes to hold the safety and coming back, uh, you know, without really, you know, reading the release over here, okay? So if you watch Grant, okay, and watch his release right now, okay, and we saw this, okay, I'm going to go back to it, okay? We saw this a few weeks ago uh, against the Broncos, same type situation, Okay, where you had free runner, okay, against a bunch set is a different route combination, but you had a free guy and Parker, okay, going over the top over here again. Okay, so going back to last week, okay, you had that opportunity. All right, one more time. I right, Grant right here with uh, with two steps running a, a, a flag route. Okay, with the safety, uh, you know, in no position to really make a play if you throw this guy out to the sideline. Okay. Oh. And if you look at it right there, okay, obviously this safety is already moving with the with the throw. Okay, but even if he's coming in over the top, even if he, he gets, you know, outside the hash here, you know, at, at the release point, there's still no way uh, with a good throw that he's going to make a play all the way out here on an outside shoulder throw. The uh, uh, flag route uh, over here. So you know when you get that man-to-man look and no, uh, you know, help over the top. Okay, sometimes you got to make this. Uh, you know, you got to give these guys a chance. Okay, and see their release coming out o- off of the mesh. Okay, maybe hold on that. Uh, you know, a little bit longer 
okay, knowing that you could always just come back real quick, okay, and make, and make this throw. But uh, like I said, I think two was, you know, predetermined in that pre-snap. Uh, he had press out here. He was going to him, uh, you know, no matter what. That is miles and miles of separation for a guy like Grant. Yeah, and look, and Grant's got to, you know, he's also got to prove, you know, to, to, to Tua and, and, and the offense that he can make those catches, uh, you know, when the opportunities are there, okay? Because if we move forward here, okay, into the second quarter, all right, we touched on it a little bit, uh, you know, but again, you know, these are the plays right here that need to be made. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out and beat the uh, a solid Chiefs team, so the Raiders do it when they were able to win. Okay, and here we are. Okay, you, now you got to cover three, and the safety bites on that in in route. You know, leaving Grant the speedster over the top. Tua puts a good ball on him, gets it in his hands. Okay, and once again, you know this this is a play that needs to be made. Put it right in his breadbasket. He really needed to reel that in. Forget if it had to be a touchdown, but he needed to get that reception and just at least get tackled. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, even if he catches and tumbles or falls down or gets, uh, you know, caught slowing down for the ball, which he really didn't have to do, you know, he could have run through that and, and uh, uh, you know, make, make one quick move on the defender, uh, you know, and avoid him. And that's a 80, uh, you know, 91-yard touchdown uh, right there. Okay, that uh, changes the course of a game, uh, you know, whether it's this game or, or going forward. You know, anytime you can make a play like that, uh, you know, it, it, it's a huge impact uh, on a game. And, of course, no knock on Jakeem. Great player, great multi-phase player. Now, against the Kansas City Chiefs, did a little research. He last played his only game against the Chiefs back in 2017. Four catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. So, you know, Couple of big plays, obviously, do the math. That's over 25 yards per catch there. So, Jakeem's going to look at this, I'm sure. And he's a guy that gets right after a week of maybe a, a miss. And, and look, and, and again, I think, you know, uh, the, the offense and Chan also has to do a good job of, of you know, getting the ball in his hands in, in an opportunity that he's most comfortable with, too. You know, obviously, he's got to go out and, and expand his game a little bit and make those downfield plays those over-the-shoulder throw, you know, over-shoulder catches, uh, you know, catches in traffic, okay, but they also, you know, have to continue to come back to him, whether it's on the jet sweep, whether it's on a, uh, uh, you know, a quick screen out to him, you know, where you just get the ball in his hands and let him become, you know, basically a return man. And, you know, he's the number one, you know, punt returner in the league right now, uh, you know, so, you know, give the ball in a, in a situation where he's got open field to run with, the, you know, a few blockers out in front of him, and, you know, you're going to see that he can make those plays and, and you know, turn a, a short quick screen or, or a little jet sweep into, you know, a couple 20-yard uh, chunk plays, which he was able to do this past week. And, you know, he's got to continue doing that, and I'd love to see him just expand his game, you know, more so in the downfield passing uh, game, you know, being able to, once again, use his speed as a route runner to, to, to open up, uh, you know, big play opportunities. That's exactly right. And the playmakers have to step up. And you mentioned, you know, uh, you, you got to keep up with the Chiefs, but at, at the hopefulness that the offense could just at least keep them off the field, that's keeping up with them, is at least winning the battle of the time of possession. But Yeah, you know, and, and again, and that's, you know, the other thing, just going back to the Raider game, uh, 
you know, they made those, you know, big plays in the first half to keep it close. But if you look at the second half, you know, they had a, a, a nine-play drive. Uh, and I'm sorry, a nine-minute uh, drive, you know, in, in the third quarter that uh, extended into the fourth quarter. They had another five. You know, they were able to do things, uh, you know, offensively, you know, both from making big plays, but also, uh, you know, keeping the offense out on the field, keeping, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines for a good, uh, a, a, a good time in the second half. And then the defense also made made a big play. Uh, you know, they, they had a, a big interception, uh, you know, against Mahomes that uh, converted into a touchdown. Okay, that was really the difference maker in the game. Uh, you know, I think they won 40 to 30, 32. And that defensive score was, you know, the the, the eight-point difference, uh, you know, in, in, in the final score. Well, at the end of the day, at the end of the week, uh, if, if there's a W, that's really all that matters. And a cool thing, Jay, if they do end up getting a W against the Chiefs, they could look back at this season, no matter what happens, and say that they beat the 2019 Super Bowl champions and the team that they defeated in the building that the Super Bowl was held. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure they just want to go out and, and and keep winning. Okay, win one this week, go one and zero this week, and, and and continue on. And I know, uh, you know, Coach Flo doesn't doesn't like to talk about playoffs, and I think that's uh, you know been mentioned uh, you know more than a few times uh, by 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 a lot of guys uh, uh, throughout the organization. But uh, uh, you know, as fans. You know, you love to see them in a position right now at eight and four, and uh, you know, in, in a great position to to you know continue. Yeah, I mean, they're in the playoff hunt right now. They are uh, you know in a position right now. If the season ended, uh, you know, they'd be in, uh, and and you know, continue taking it week to week and and win a few more games, and they'll be in, in a great position going forward. And you know, like you said, once well, once the playoff season starts, you know, it's it's anyone's. Uh, anyone's game and uh, you know they don't want to be known as the team that beat the ultimate uh, champions they want to be the champions and that's the goal uh, you know for any team right now that uh, you know that has a shot. 100% and uh, of course these breakdowns are highlights of my week I really appreciate it Jay and uh, I know you're busy out there in Long Island you're doing some primetime sports training with your academy is there anything you want to let everyone know what you're doing out there right now? Uh, yeah, you know, we, we started up our, uh, our winter clinic sessions, uh, uh, you know, up here in New York, obviously the winter uh, going on, we got a nice indoor bubble, uh, you know, big uh, spacious facility uh, where we get, uh, you know, a lot of the local Long Island uh, uh, athletes from, uh, you know, youth players up through middle school and high school uh, coming out, uh, quarterbacks and receivers. Uh, doing a great job. We started last week. We're continuing actually tonight uh, into our second session. And, you know, I'm working on teaching uh, this next generation, uh, you know, the ins and outs of fundamentals and, and uh, throwing the ball effectively and, and getting the right uh, footwork uh, uh, together in the quarterback position to, you know, to make these plays that, uh, that, that you see Tua make uh, out on the field. And you know what, Jay? God willing, maybe one day on the Monday morning quarterback, we're uh, picking apart some film of one of your students from back in the day. Uh, that would that would be great. We got a few that uh, you know have done some great jobs uh, moving on into uh, you know into into the college ranks. I have had some guys that 
you know, that have come to my camps uh, as high school players that have gone on to the pros, uh, you know, very proud of that. Uh, you know, and then, you know, obviously uh, through the primetime training, uh, you know, platform that I have, you know, working with college guys and pros, uh, you know, uh, as well over the years. Fantastic. And to all you folks out there who keep on watching our show, we really appreciate it. Give us a subscription on over on YouTube. We got a lot of fun stuff heading uh, your way. And of course, the more games that this Miami Dolphins team can play and hopefully the playoffs, the more fun that we are all going to have as a fan base. So thanks again to Jay. Thanks for everyone out there in Fin Maniac land. And we'll see you next time on the midweek 22, all 22. And of course, the Monday morning quarterback. Take care, everybody.